Kate Quinn, best-selling author, her latest book, The Clinic, a thriller that I read in one day in Mexico. I think it took you like two, Lori, which is unusual. Yeah. And Kate is with us today. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks for being with us. Other books that you've written, Black Widows, Blood Sisters. You were a writer for Travel for the Guardian. You've been in writing and in publishing for quite a while, and, and we're fans of yours, Kate. And I don't know that I've ever, I was kind of stunned when I opened the book and your author's note was the very first page of the book. And it started out with the line, this is the first book I have written sober. Right. I know. And, you know, me and my publishers, we did have a conversation about whether to put that at the front, whether or not that might be off-putting or whether or not I initially had it up front. I kind of wanted to be up front about it. And we um, eventually decided to leave it there. But, yeah, that, that was a conversation we had. I, 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 I mean, it, it made me so much more intrigued, you know, that you were that open. and Because the book is takes place in, in rehab. A, a rehab. So, so anyway, it, the yeah. book right. is, is unbelievable, and your honesty is amazing. Can you give everyone the setup for the book? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the book is a murder mystery set in rehab. And with all my books, I, I kind of like to use my own personal experience. So um, this particular book is based um, or inspired by, I guess, my personal experience of entering rehab for alcoholism would have been, I think, about three years ago now. It was, it was um, during COVID time. Uh, it was not my intention on going into rehab. And I, I say this now, like I, w- I kind of wish I'd taken more notes. <laughs> um, it, was, it was only on exiting rehab. Um, that I decided that I realized that this might actually also be a, a really good premise for a for a murder mystery, having been in this this quite scary, crazy place. Oh, it it I, I you just can't even put it down. The characters are so rich in everything. You know, um, the, so the the deal is you have um, a gal, a very publicly known Hollywood starlet, who dies. Or in rehab, and her sister, you know, I want you to kind of add in with me, Kate, but her sister, (laughs) you know, has the best job. Um, The name of the book is The Clinic. Lori's just writing it down. (laughs) It's so good. But so you have this, these sisters, and one's feeling like, this can't be right. I got to go to rehab myself. Right, yeah. So we have this kind of troubled family, I I suppose, um, in, in the first place. So, yeah, kind of very famous country singer has entered rehab. Um, her sister has troubles with addiction herself. Um, and on hearing that her sister has died, um, has allegedly committed suicide in rehab, she just knows uh, that this cannot be right because she knows her sister. She knows her sister would never have done this. Um, the reason she actually gives in the beginning is that her sister is too selfish <laughs> to have killed herself and too self-obsessed. But, right. but um, whatever the reason, she, she knows her sister really well and she is going to go into this rehab um, in, in, into this clinic uh, after which the book is named and investigate but unbeknown to this character her name is Meg um, she has addiction issues herself and this is very close to my heart because Meg does not realize that she is an addict um, until she's confronted with some painful truths which more or less exactly maps my own personal journey of for the longest time not realizing I had a problem really until I tried to give up right Oh gosh, it's I, it's just so clever and good, and I. It's and, very twisty, Kate. It's, it's very just, twisty. It just is, and and you know, I was so intrigued with Meg's profession in the gambling field and with security, and then you know, 
and how she was using some pills and stuff and then goes into a into this rehab clinic and this clinic is so she 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 Beverly Hills but yet so weird. Mm-hmm. Right and that was um inspired by so my own experience of rehab which was in a quite a spooky building really a lot of carved wood quite gothic an old house with like a medical facility attached. Um it definitely had some luxury elements but I had been a travel journalist for about a decade prior to being an author. So I had really good fun like bringing in my experiences of the most luxurious places I had been from kind of around the globe. So I put in a spa that I had been to in Switzerland and a gym that I had been to in New York. And I kind of moved all these things into the same place because I kind of thought after COVID, you know, wouldn't it just be nice if we can just all go somewhere really luxurious yes. and look after and have this wonderful experience of all the best of the best? Yes. I mean, and it, it, it really, it really was good. And the whole thing, you know, I was reading your notes afterwards as well, talking about the blowfish um, treatment. Oh, I the mean, fugu. the fugu, was that something that you knew about ahead of time or did you just, did they offer that at your treatment center? I mean, that just was such a, Wild part of the it story. It was a wild yeah. part of the story. Right. Okay. So during my time in rehab, um, what we addressed a lot was the issue of trauma and the issue of how trauma was actually at the heart of being an addict. Because if you have trauma, you have this experience that you can't move past. It more or less lives kind of in your body with no sense of time and space continually waiting, you know, like like stressing you out the whole time, you know, sure. waiting to try, and, to try and protect you, right? So the idea is how to get this trauma out. And um, in, in my rehab, we did a lot of talking therapies, and that was the general understanding. But I did a lot of research into the cutting-edge treatments mm-hmm. for trauma. And what we're seeing now is, um, and, and I should also add, I do not profess to be a psychologist, a doctor. Yeah. I sure. Just, you know, my, any, any errors my own. Um, but it seemed to me at the cutting edge was um, these treatments that kind of allowed your body and your cognitive understanding to almost separate out a little bit. So your body could sort of process this trauma without your mind interfering, if that makes sense. So part of that, I talked to um, some neuroscientists, a lot of doctors, um, and, and this was kind of what I came up with. So it, it's a blending of fact and fiction, mm-hmm. if you will. It it. I, I'm telling and people. And then the guy the who the runs the clinic. Oh is yeah, the doctor. Just, What's uh, his name? Uh, he's like, is was he inspired by any number of Machiavellian people that you may have known or read about <laughs> in the news? <laughs> you know, that is such a good question because I've said since I went into rehab expecting to meet a lot of scary addicts. And the scariest people I met were running that clinic. Um, I also met some really nice people and some really great people. But there was, you know, rehab is big business. I did not realize this until I went into rehab. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of money in rehab. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of upselling. There's a whole sales team often dedicated to swooping people in. And 60% of people who go into rehab will relapse. And therefore, there's a whole industry of waiting for those people so you can get their get their check again, right? So you can pick them up again, take them back in again and, and, and get them um to pay for that process. So so yeah, I mean like I wouldn't say one particular character because I I, I feel very indebted mm-hmm. to my rehab because yes. yeah, they made they did make me better. Um but yeah, maybe an amalgamation of a few personalities. 
um, both inside that rehab and in my former life as a journalist mm. were kind of brought together in yeah. those uh, personalities. Everyone is so rich. All the characters are so rich in this story. I mean, well, I oh, have an idea. Crazy. I would like this has to be something. Kaylee Cuoco to option this oh. book, and I would like her to play Meg. And I don't know who's right. going to play Haley, but I I see Callie's production team. She's like, oh, this could be a nice eight episode anthology series, like the flight attendant. But right, I, like you know, I this is the only book I've written that has not yet been optioned. So, oh. so yeah, make make the call. It's yeah, available. It's, um, I, I know my. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's so juicy. I mean, I just, I really could see that because, and I'm always, and I guess, do Kate, do does Hollywood, do they just buy up books and then never get around to making them? Is that a lot of the story? I, I think the way I see it is like publishing on steroids. So mm. publishing is very, very slow. There's a lot of people in the process to make the decision to buy the book. Yeah. With with movies, you've got that like times a million because you have to have this guy who's doing the finance. Yeah, yeah. This guy who's the producer. You have to attach the name. So it's just a long, long process. So yeah. I have two books optioned with, with like large, I want to say studios. I, I should know more about the process, but my, you know, my understanding is... <laughs> It's like rolling through, but but yeah, you're right. A lot of the time, they will just kind of buy the option and kind of have it, and you get money for it, and then um, they they may or may not make it. Yeah, so, and, and also you kind of just park it. And maybe now, you know, with all the streamers and stuff, and they're kind of they're catching on that authors that source material oh material gosh. is done for you. It's working a lot of you know whether it's a anthology like a Bosch or. You know, something like that. But anyway, you're just such a, a good mystery writer. And I feel like these thrillers are the kind of TV things that people like to gobble up. Thank you so much. Well, I hope that, I mean, obviously, I would love, like any author, you know, the idea of that being made made real would be super exciting. Yeah. It's it's just okay. I just can't uh, rave enough we, about we it. We gotta read Black Widows, of, Julia. I know, and I want to read your other books. Um, this is this <laughs> I love is. You guys so much. <laughs> oh, you're no, but seriously, this book. Um, I I had I went on a trip and I had a a galley of um Kristen Hannah's The Women, and then I had The Clinic by Ooh. you, Kate mm-hmm. Quinn, and I read them in three days, yeah. and I just thought, how can writers be this great? You know, know, how can a book move you <laughs> well, like and, this? And it's so nice to be able to have the lecture of reading a book. You on know, a vacation. On you know? a vacation where you have uninterrupted mm-hmm. time. Like this book, The Clinic, this book will keep you up at night because you won't want to stop reading. That's that is, that's so great to hear. I'm so happy to hear <laughs> yeah. that. And you're right, as a vacation read it. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing better as there. Having a great book on vacation. I yeah. know. Kate, you know, so you went um through treatment, you know, during COVID and stuff, and this is your first book. Like you say, this is the first book I've written sober. And I, you know, in reading your notes and everything, it it's not a linear process. It has ups and downs like life. Um what right. is what does it feel like to be out on the book tour now? It, it feels great, and, and on in several respects, actually. One, um, I was just talking about this the other day that I have because I started drinking at such a young age and was essentially addicted to alcohol for so long. There were just many experiences in my adult life that I had never done sober. Right. So I had never like stayed in a hotel room sober. And you know what? Like I'm enjoying it so much. I, I went out to um, I was in Charleston, one of one of my stops. 
I went out to this like dueling piano bar. Like I made loads of noise. I mean, I'm sure everyone thought I had had something to drink in the right. bar because, <laughs> because I was so excited to be there. Um, but I was, but also um, as part of the, I was genuinely frightened when I went into rehab that I wouldn't be able to write right. because I felt like I used alcohol to get to these sort of emotional places mm-hmm. and be able to kind of get like armor, you know, to like kind of get out mm-hmm. unscathed. And, uh, and I was really terrified that I would never write another book. And, and that was no small, you know, I earned like a good part of the income for our household. Like I need, this was something I needed right. to be able to do. So to get out and be on tour and have people buy the book and say they liked the book, that was like firstly amazing, but like such a relief. I can't oh, tell you such no. a relief that it's like, okay, oh. people like this book. That's oh, amazing. it's, it's really, it's, it's a favorite and, and congratulations to you on everything. And we just, um, Thank you so much. And can't wait um, for other people to pick up the clinic. It is so good. Kate Quinn, Kate with the C, not the K. <laughs> C-A-T. Kate with C. Yeah, yeah. I know. I You've got that other gal out there too. It's just dynamite, it's and amazing. and just um, being in in the, that rehab center and being so um, intrigued by all the characters. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And I liked knowing that the first line in the book when I opened it up because mm-hmm. I I was reading it next to my sister and I said, oh, "I've never seen this before," yeah. and I'm excited. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad the book delivered, and you didn't then read it and think, you know what? Oh no, should have stayed. No edge of your seat, thriller, Kate. Well, you are you are you working on a next book, or is that too soon, or I don't want to pressure? What are we doing? No, I'm. um, You know, normally when a book comes out, um, also, I mean, normally if you're on like the payroll, you've normally done one already. So I have just finished one, which is about um, a socialite heiress. Um, bride who's about to get married and someone is she's got stalker who is killing her bridesmaid so that was a lot of fun and I got to fulfill all my wedding um, (laughs) fantasies of the big dress and the huge cake which I absolutely love so that was so much fun oh good well we'll be talking to you soon then yeah I hope so thank you so much Kate Kate. Kate Quinn Kate with the C the clinic you guys it's phenomenal pick it up best of luck to you and thank you for being on our show Thank you so much, guys. So nice talking to you. Absolutely. All right, we've got a couple copies to give away. 651-641-1071. Give Grant a call if you haven't won a book in a while. We're going to take a quick break, 